Hi everyone and welcome to the Wellness That Works podcast. Always weird when I have to do that. Sam isn't here this week, uh, but I'm here, Lily's here, and I am joined by a guest that we've had on the podcast, I feel like a few times now. Um, And she's always my go-to for everything WW, and she's going to be very, very useful for all of our listeners today uh, because we've got our WW program expert, head of program, Julia Westgarth. Hi, Julia. Hi, Lily. Thanks for having me back. I know. It feels, well, it feels like not that long ago, but that's probably just because I see you most days. (laughs) I think, to be fair, it was probably about a year since I was last on the podcast. You're an annual guest. Time flies when you're having fun. (laughs) Exactly. How are you doing today? Yeah, I'm good, thanks. How are you? Yeah, good. I'm uh, enjoying the change of the seasons now. I'm getting cosy and it's nice to be wearing jumpers and cardigans, I think. Oh, I was thinking about getting my slow cooker out the other day, but I think it might be too soon. (laughs) I don't know. We were having a big debate about this in the team and how I always thought a slow cooker was a big deal in autumn, but apparently it's maybe not that big a thing. I think it's a big deal. I think it is a big deal. Yeah. Changed my life when I got my slow cooker. I don't know if it's a, I don't want to say an age thing, but they were all younger and they were saying that they associated slow cookers with like stews. Mm. And it was kind of the lazy dinner their mum would have made. All right, no offence taken. Yeah, well, I don't make stews in the slow cooker. I'm definitely a lot more inventive than that. That's the thing. You don't eat meat, so I guess it's not so much of a game changer for you. Maybe, maybe. But we'll we'll be talking about something more interesting than the slow cookers. Me and Sam have done that, I think, already. Fair enough. (laughs) So um, November is here when this goes out. And as many of our long-term members will know, sometimes there's a bit of change uh, every couple of years. Um, And so we thought we'd bring you on to help guide our members and non-members who might want to join through our new programme. So how do you want to kick things off? (laughs) I guess we, we should tell everyone the name. Okay, sure. We are about to, well, we've just launched our um, new programme, which is called um, WW Personal Points. And it's amazing. Yeah. And it's an easy one to remember. I think, you know, we've had a lot of names over the years, uh, but this one does what it says on the tin. Absolutely. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Why, like for some people that might not know, or for those that do, it might be worth explaining why it changes uh, you know, on a vaguely regular basis. Yeah, sure. So we we always update our programme in line with the most recent nutrition and behaviour change science. So, you know, we're constantly kind of keeping pace with the changes that are out there. And also, most importantly, I think we listen to our members. So if we know that there are certain things in our current programme that we know that we could improve on and members are giving us that constant feedback then we make sure that we factor that into our next innovation so the innovation team is like constantly evolving anyway and we're constantly looking for what is our next move going to be so this current program personal points has been like two years in the making and trialing and testing and creating so it's really lovely that it's now out there and i can stop leading a double life yeah, you must have to. I mean, <laughs> I've known for a while as well, but for you in particular, it starts so early on. It must yeah. be really hard not to accidentally tell people. Yeah, exactly. You know, we have we have to keep it keep things confidential, especially in those early stages, because you know, as well as it being commercially sensitive, we don't want to share anything before we're absolutely happy with it and it's ready to be shared. Yeah. So, yeah. 
and I know it's, it's, it's up to the to the line in terms of we, we get people on a pilot so that they can trial it, whether they're current members or never members before. Um, and, you know, there can be bugs up until, you know, oh. the week ahead. It, yeah. <laughs> there's a lot of tech that has to go behind, you know, the app and everything. So yeah. it, it's a lot of testing and learning that we do. So what is the personal finance program? And I know that you could probably talk to me about it for three hours but bearing in mind this is a, a one one episode okay. <laughs> I'll keep it short I'll, okay. give you, I'll give you the headlines so um it's basically a kind of three-part innovation so the first is that um and we've, and we've mentioned it already it's super personalized it is our most personalized program yet and the, you know we've done this because we know it's scientifically proven that individualised approaches lead to greater engagement, greater weight loss, uh, better success, therefore, than a one-size-fits-all approach. So that's kind of the holy grail. That's what we've been aiming for with this programme. And so the way it kind of shows up for members is that you now have a personalised zero-point feed list. And I know that we're going to talk about that a bit more in a minute. Um, and then we've changed the algorithm that sits underneath our currency. So smart points are no more. Um, so we've brought in some new kind of nutritional variables into our algorithm. And then finally, we've really put our money where our mouth is when we talk about inspiring healthy habits for real life. So we're really incentivizing members now to take those healthy steps and, and learn those healthy behaviors and repeat them daily so that they do become habits. So let's break these down because I think they're all really valid points and I know I told you to keep it brief but I think they're all so interesting and exciting for our members that we need to yeah like dig in further. So when you say smart points and no more what, mm -hmm. what do you mean by that? What is the new currency as we like to call it? Yeah, so Smart Points has been with us for about five years and it's done great things in that time. You know, we've seen huge member success and we've always said that Smart Points is um, really brilliant at nudging people towards a healthier pattern of eating. Now, Personal Points takes it one step further. It's like the evolution. So in the current, in the Smart Points equation, um, we start with calories and then we say that protein drives the Smart Points value down and saturated fat um, and sugar drive the smart points value up. Yeah. Now, what we've recognized, of course, is that protein isn't the only kind of powerhouse when it comes to um, having a healthy pattern of eating. Fiber is, is a bit of an unsung hero too. So we've now brought that into the equation. So foods that are richer in fiber will also bring the personal points value of a food down now. Um, we've also recognized that the impact of having unsaturated fats in your diet so those are the ones that are um, the better for you fats um, and so you know if you can bring those into your diet as well then that is going to be helpful and then when it comes to um, what drives the points value up we know that total sugar you know it's fine to keep an eye on your total sugar but actually there are naturally incurring sugars that form part of a healthy balanced diet so think about fruit think about low fat and fat free dairy you know they're rich in naturally occurring sugars so it's only fair that we kind of draw a distinction between those kind of sugars and added sugars so the best way to kind of illustrate this is if you think about you know a punnet of grapes that is that's got some natural sugar in there but actually yeah. 
grapes, you know, really healthy food for you compared to a packet of Skittles, you know, full of added sugar, yeah. not quite so good for you. So um, it's a bit of a strange analogy, but, you know, it's, it's, it's almost like starting to think about getting under the skin of those nutrients that are really not so good for us that we eat too much of as a society anyway. And let's start um, bringing those in so that people get, you know, more of an idea of what a healthy pattern of eating, eating really looks like. Yeah. And I think from what I've seen of, you know, members testing this out, we've always tried to celebrate the fact that no food is off the menu. You know, everything in moderation means that you can enjoy life and, and still live the program and live your life. But it does feel like that element of, you know, breaking down the different food nutritional values and then this addition of the personalised zero points list is what's going to give people even more flexibility. Yeah. Would, would you agree? I absolutely would agree. It's all about the flexibility and the livability because, again, you know, what we know is that if something takes less effort as human beings, that's what we gravitate towards. Yeah. So what we've tried to create here is something that um, doesn't take a lot of effort to follow. Um, you know, our, our app just gets better and better so the tools that we've got built in to support members on this program are you know they're they're really second to none they're really useful tools um but when it comes to the zero point food list you know choosing foods that are your natural go-to foods to have a zero is so helpful because you know again it's so much easier for you to follow a program if those are the foods that you would naturally want to eat so yeah. it makes sense to have them as zero and I think that is something that a lot of people, regardless of what program or, you know, food plan they're following, you get stuck in a bit of a rut where you do tend to gravitate towards the same type of foods all the time. You know, the weekly food plan will always have X, Y and Z on it. So I guess by A, being able to pick these zero point foods to an extent, chocolate is unfortunately not <laughs> an option. Or I alcohol. try every time. I try every time, Lily. Where's and they the just wine, won't listen. <laughs> I know, it's a grape. So the fact that you can pick these zero point foods, how many are we allowed to pick here? And I guess it's also worth noting that fruit and veg will still be zero regardless. So you don't need to waste a space. On well, the list actually, oh, I'll, I'll, just, I'll just come in with something on that. So uh, what we've done this time around is instead of having a set list of zero point foods like we do like we did on green blue and purple we've basically said your zero point list is yours and yours alone it is absolutely personalized so you take a quiz a bit like you know we've we've had a quiz as part of our program yeah. onboarding for a little while now so you take a quiz and the kind of the the algorithm the engine goes goes to work in the back end and and brings you your own personal zero points list so We've got three categories that you choose from. So the first is fruit and veg. Yeah. Now, everybody gets non-starchy veg as zero. But now, for the first time in a long time, people can choose whether they have fruit or zero as zero or not. Okay. And this is especially useful if you are living with diabetes or if actually you don't tend to eat a lot of fruit anyway. So you're quite happy to, to spend the points on it. But non-starchy veggies are zero for everyone. The second category is protein rich foods. And so that's, you know, the likes of your chicken, fish, beans, pulses, vegetarian proteins. Um, and you get to choose up to five kind of sub sub food groups, if you like, within that category. 
And then the, the third group is fiber rich foods. And so that's things like your carbs, you know, your whole grain, pasta and rice, your potatoes, oats, for example. Um, and avocado falls into that. That's that's the drum. We should have had a drum roll there. Avocado <laughs> can now be a zero point up. food. <laughs> <laughs> so um, and you get to choose um, up to two in that fiber rich category. So depending on how many of those kind of foods you choose, that will have an impact on what your daily budget is. The more zero point foods you choose, the lower your daily budget and vice versa. Um, and to me, the beauty of this is, so I can only talk about my own personal experience, yeah. but I've always followed Blue when we did My WW, My WW Plus. I've always followed Blue. And I don't eat half of the foods that are on the Blue Zero Point list. So I can't remember the last time I ate tofu yeah. or corn. So to me, that felt like a waste of a zero point food. Yeah. Similarly, I have oats for breakfast every day. I make porridge. Um, but I always had to spend three points on it on blue. Whereas now I can choose to have oats as zero without thinking, oh gosh, that leaves me open to having potatoes as zero as well as I would have done on purple. Yeah. And I think that's a lot of people would gravitate towards purple for the potatoes or the pasta, but then wish they could have brought some of the the blue elements over with them. So this is a way of mix and matching all of them. And in the same way that um, members were able to switch between the three colours, are you able to change your zero points list regularly? So, you know, if you maybe change to want to do vegetarianism for a while or, uh, you know, you wanted to cut out a certain food group for a while because you were a bit bored of it, could you swap it up? Yeah, you absolutely can. So, you know, you take you take the quiz, you answer the questions, and um, and then you get your zero point list. And, you know, if after a week or two weeks of kind of living with that, you realize actually, you know, this isn't the right mix for you, then you can retake the quiz. Um, we recommend that you don't take it too often, you know, answer the questions with honesty. But I will tell you what we found in the pilots was people were kind of going into the quiz all excited and selecting to have avocado and then you know, a bit like a kid in a sweet shop. Once you've had your fill of avocado, you're how much do you actually every eat every day? Yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. <laughs> Realising, do you know what? I didn't actually like it all that much in the first place. Yeah. So then they would go back in and retake the quiz. But you know, the most important thing is is that when you first answer those questions, you're answering um, about how you like to eat in mind, rather than how you think you should eat, mm. because at the end of the day, that is going to create your zero point list for you. And I guess also one thing that I mean, I always used to follow green more so maybe than the others. And that obviously meant I had more smart points to play with. Mm -hmm. And I always found that helped me a lot when I was eating out a lot, socialising, uh, because I could be more flexible with where I used them. Do you think there's a certain way of working it if you're more of an on the go person? Or is it again just a case of you would then look for your zero point foods within those meals when you go out. Yeah, I mean, the advice would be the same as it is now when it yeah. comes to zero point foods. You know, try and build your meals around them. Try and, you know, snack on them where you can. Um, but actually, there is a way of, if you're very, very familiar and very comfortable with one of the, the you know, blue, green or purple food plans that we had, there is a way of kind of almost mimicking that so that your zero point food list looks very similar so if you are that kind of person who really doesn't want 
like change that much. Um, and so you want to try and get your zero point food list to look very similar, then just answer the quiz yeah, with your really green, true. blue or purple hat on, you know. Um, but sometimes change is good. Yeah. Sometimes it's a great opportunity to shake things up a bit and, you know, have a play around with those zero point foods and see what works for you, particularly if you, you know, if your weight loss has slowed down a little bit and you've become a little bit complacent about the foods that you're eating. Or like you mentioned before, you know, you've got a bit of food fatigue and you're constantly eating the same food. And, you know, it's it's one of the things we found in the trials was people were almost like getting this this new energy and this new lease of life and and discovering different foods that they could have yeah no it it feels funny saying that to you because you are renowned for having the same lunch every day (laughs) (laughs) oh I thought that wasn't going to go anywhere any further than just between us I don't know what you're talking about but that's just Julia is a a lover of routine it's not because she's (laughs) Got food fatigue at all. <laughs> I love chicken and I love salad. So why not have that for lunch? There we go. Works for me. <laughs> so one of the other elements that I've heard everyone getting very excited about and I think is going to go down really well with everyone is that you can earn personal points. So do you want to kind of break that right. down a bit? Yeah, sure. So what we've brought into the programme now is the ability to earn points for those healthy behaviours. And there are three ways that you can earn points into your budget. So the first one is eating non-starchy veggies. So for every handful, you know, serving size of non-starchy veggies that you have, you earn one point and that goes into your daily budget. The second way is to drink water. So we know that hydration is really important for wellness. It doesn't have any magical weight loss properties, unfortunately. But, you know, if you if you stay hydrated, you're doing yourself a lot of favours and it comes to your overall well-being. So for every 1.75 litres of water that you drink, you get a point added into your dailies as well. And that's capped. You only ever earn one point a day from that. So don't feel that you have to kind of hitch yourself up with a garden hose and keep that going all day. Um, There's no cap on the number of points you can earn for eating veggies, by the way. And then the third way that you earn points is by being active. So um, every time you are active, you earn points that go into your weekly budget and you can decide whether to spend them or not spend them. So no more kind of fit points. All of that work is still going on in the back end. So any activity that you do gets converted into points that go into your weekly budget. And like I say, it's up to you whether you spend them. But what we have done is factored in in the back end a way of making sure that you will never, ever be able to spend more than you earn. So don't worry about you know how that is going to impact your weight loss. And I think it's a really good thing that the activity element has been brought in because we always had, well, not always, but for the last few years, we've had fit points and you could earn fit points and then you could decide if you want to change them into smart points. But with this, it feels a lot easier to kind of keep track of, know what you're working with. And, you know, again, hopefully it gets people moving in different ways, thinking about, you know, things that they could do that maybe they wouldn't have thought of tracking before. I saw someone on uh, social the other day you know decorating their house and they had tracked painting because that is on the app as something yeah. you could track as an activity for example so yeah I, I think it will get people thinking a lot more as well yeah and all st- all sorts of activity counts as well it doesn't have to yeah. be kind of like formal going to the gym going for a swim going on a bike ride it, all that lifestyle activity like decorating or gardening walking or the dog yeah, yeah all of that counts as well 
Definitely. And I think it's going to be interesting, obviously, when people are going into their workshops or maybe they do WW with a friend or a partner. Um, everyone's lists are going to be different. Um, yeah. and, and some people might think, oh, how, how can it possibly work when everyone's so different? But I know you've got the answer to that and it, it goes back to the name, right? It's personalised. Exactly. It's personalised <laughs> to you. So, you know, like my my zero point list might look very different to yours and, yeah. and certainly very different to, you know, anybody else's. But if you are used to doing WW with a friend, you can still do all of that nice thing about sharing recipes and sharing food ideas and whatever. It's just that your app will work out your points values of, of foods for you and your you know your friends might be a bit different so um you know this this is again where the app really comes into its own because yeah. that does all of the hard work for you and it, depending on what your zero point list is that will then calculate the points of certain foods so yeah no definitely and as someone that has always uh heroed the phrase weeklies are for weekends are weeklies <laughs> still around and weeklies how will rollovers around. work as well if we're already earning yeah so weeklies are definitely still around they're not Great. going anywhere you know <laughs> weeklies we know are that kind of back pocket budget that people have either for their weekends or for you know those unexpected times when they they you know have been out, invited out i don't know whether that's still a thing do people get <laughs> unexpectedly invited out post pandemic i don't know um <laughs> But or, or just some days when you're hungrier than usual, you know, yeah. you dip into your weeklies, that's what they're there for. Um, so they're definitely not going away. And rollovers will operate exactly the same as they are now. So if you've got a day where you haven't spent all of your points, up to four of those will roll over into your weeklies as well. So all of those um, features that really enhance the flexibility and the livability of our programme, they're staying put. Um, all we've done is make improvements on um, these other elements. We know that the app is really, really important um, for our members and it's had great uh, testimonials because it's helped everyone so much. And I think it's just worth noting that, yes, these elements of the food part of the programme are changing, but there's still going to be lots of fitness content, lots of mindset content on the app, uh, sleep tracking, water tracking, all still available, right? Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, those brilliant features that we introduced last year, like what's in your fridge, that will still be there. Barcode scanner isn't going anywhere either. Um, all of the content that um, you've created yourself, like the recipes that you've created yourself, will automatically get converted into oh, personal points. Um, and, of course, the Connect community, which is just growing and growing and growing, that little powerhouse of positivity that sits in the app, um, that's still still there. Yeah, no, that's really, really good to hear. And it, it's crazy to think that it can calculate all of that, like all your previous recipes. It's crazy. <laughs> I know. And the barcode stuff. I mean, I, yeah, I dread to think... Yeah, kudos to the techies yeah. who made all that happen. <laughs> and also, what would ever happen if the barcode scanner did go away? It would be the end of the world. I can't imagine a life without a barcode scanner, <laughs> <No>. Lily. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not talk about it. It's too scary. <laughs> Um, so is there a limit to the number of points someone can earn? Because I can imagine people's heads are ticking like, right, if I glug 
all this water today. <laughs> I can have a chocolate bar. So, so where's the line? Isn't it funny how, like, you and I, both both members of WW, and our heads automatically go into kind of how can we bend the rules? More. Even though <laughs> yeah. we're on, we're on the side that makes the rules. So we have thought about all of this, of course, because humans are humans, and that tends to be everybody's kind of go-to about how can I milk this for all it's worth. So... Um, the first thing is there is a cap on how many points you can earn for water. Um, and that's just because we know that, you know, a lot of people do drink a lot of water. And it, and it would be foolish, I think, to kind of say, yes, go ahead and earn 10 points a day mm. from drinking water. So there is a cap on that. Um, however, what we found in our trials was that a lot of people didn't even make that level of 1.75 litres of water so a lot of people didn't even earn one point really? and that just shows you how for some people drinking water is not a habit yeah. so that was really encouraging them to, to step up with that habit when it comes to non-starchy veggies there isn't a limit you know you you can eat as much as you as you want and you will still earn points for those for every serving of non-starchy veggies however again in our trials we found that on average, people were only ever hitting about five or six points a day. And that was with them putting effort in. Because we know, you know, the reason why we are rewarding the eating of non-starchy veggies is we know that people don't eat enough non-starchy veg. You know, that is, that is you know, public health guidance about how much fruit and veg you should get. So to incentivize people to eat that non-starchy veg, we've, we've said there's no limit to that. And the same with activity, you know, being active plays such a crucial role in weight management and general health that actually we didn't want to put a cap on that. We wanted to encourage people to keep on moving. We know that actually if you are active, when you're losing weight, you earn up to, you, you lose up to 20% more weight. And more importantly, I think that if you've been active while you've been losing weight, you are much more likely to keep the weight off long term because it has become a habit for you. Yeah. So for that reason, we haven't put a cap on activity points either. And, you know, in our trials, people were, at first they were like, oh, I'm not happy with all of these fit points, going, all these activity points going into my weeklies, mm. because if they're there, I'll want to spend them. But actually, yeah. again, you know, once they got used to it and they settled down, they realised that if they were quite active, then they did have to eat them and it didn't have a negative impact on their weight loss. Yeah. And and I know that, you know, we've obviously been testing this for a couple of years now, globally, all kinds of people on the trials. But I think it would be interesting to close with any examples or stories of any members that you've seen on the pilot and, and how they found it. And obviously don't need to call out names, but just if there were any kind of standouts for you. Yeah, sure. So Normally, when we're piloting something new, we make sure that when we're recruiting members into any kind of trial for things like this, we don't just want the kind of the people who we know are going to love everything that we churn out because that that's not going to be helpful when we're testing. So we made sure that we had a breadth of people. And what we found was for those longer longer term members who were very entrenched in my WW, my WW plus, etc. Yeah. They did take a little bit longer to get used to this because they were questioning quite a lot of stuff. But actually, over time, they when they relaxed into it and they realized after that first week that, yes, it was making them kind of 
readdress their eating habits. Yes, it was encouraging them to be more active, drink more water, eat more veggies. And yes, they were still seeing results on the scales. That's when they really settled into it. Mm. My biggest bit of advice to people would be give it a go. Um, just have faith in it. The system works. We've tried it and tried it with thousands yeah. of people across the globe. And it's proven to still have really good weight loss results. And more importantly, I think, having a really positive impact on people's general sense of well-being. Yeah. And and that was going to be my last question is what tips would you have for anyone? But <laughs> I, I think it's also really interesting what you said at the beginning, where if you do feel like you're a bit nervous about coming away from something that you know has already worked for you, there are ways of making it very similar. And then you will potentially, you know, start to realise the benefits of the additional zero point foods you put on there or, you know, the the rollovers and the uh, points that you get from doing your activity. So uh, I think, you know, for a lot of people, change can be a bit scary, but it's, it's a slow process. And eventually, you know, you realise you don't know any different. Um, and yeah. it's like you've always known it. And again, I keep shouting it out, but the fact the app kind of does it all for you, you don't need to be worrying about writing things down or getting a calculator out. It mm. is all there ready to go. So yeah. yeah, I'm really excited to see it all all go live on our social channels. Yeah. And um, I know that after this episode, you know, more so in the new year, we'll make sure we get some members on that have been part of the pilot. Uh, people Julia has been chatting to probably every week for God knows how long. Yeah. So it will be really lovely to to hear their experiences and what they've loved about it as well. Yeah. And actually, the other thing I would say is for anybody who is a little bit nervous about change, remember that WW is built on community. Yeah, so get yourself in to connect, you know, join in those conversations with people. But also there are lots more um, experiences being put on to support you. So, so things like App Academy, Kickstart yeah. sessions, there's going to be more of those available um while while people settle into this this new program so take advantage of them i would say exactly and we've we've got you know a, a load of amazing coaches that are able to support both virtually and in person we've got online coach 24 7 so if you are having a bit of a panic late at night there's probably someone on the other end of the line that you know can chat to you and and help you through it so hopefully you know we've got everyone ready ready to go for launch yeah yeah Oh, thank you, Julia. Always a pleasure, um, Thanks, even though Julie. it is only once a year. <laughs> and um, yeah, obviously, keep an eye out on all of our social channels for more information when we've gone live. Um, keep in touch with your other members and we can't wait to see your success. So yeah, yeah. Uh, have a lovely week. Thanks again, Julia. And we'll see you next time. Bye. Thanks. Bye.